Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Uh, We're continuing the 25 Years series and uh, an overlooked topic so far, and I don't know how, in the 25 Years series, has been a review of the career of Sam Cooke, the Ravens punter and holder, for all these years now, since 2006. Here to discuss that with me is Colt Zgardina. Did I get your name correct? You did. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on, Ken. I'm a huge fan, and it's uh, it's great to be here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Colton. Uh, no need to fawn. Let's, <laughs> let's <laughs> um, only over uh, Sam Cook, right? They say, yes, only over Sam Cook. That's perfect. And and uh, wh- whatever you can uh, uh, tell us about where people can talk football with you, would be great. Yeah. So the the main place that you can find me right now is on uh, Substack. Uh, you gotta you gotta hit it uh, exactly. It's my name, Colt Scardina, C O L T S G A R d i n a dot substack dot com uh right about the orioles and the ravens so far but i plan to sort of broaden my horizons uh shortly 
All right, very cool. So I've, I've never even heard of that, but uh, but I will give that a shot now when I have a, a, a link to go to it. So anyway, Sam Cook um, been around with the Ravens since 2006. He's played a bajillion games now. In fact, I believe he passed Terrell Suggs for the most games played as a Raven. Yes, it was this year or last year. I believe it was this year. Mm-hmm. And he missed the COVID game, I believe, last year, or maybe he missed another game with an injury, but he only played 15 last year, I know, which ended his consecutive game streak. Which was one of the longest in uh, in league history, if not uh, the team. If yeah, that was unfortunate. I, I believe you're right. I think it was the COVID game, and I I know that being a, a, a subplot of that game, being that they're already shorthanded and now they don't have Cook. So are they going to go for it on fourth down? Or are they not? It was a, and, and that's if I'm remembering this correctly. But I think that's what was going on. Okay, so why don't you tell the story a little bit in terms of Sam's history for the Ravens? I'm going to jump in at time to time because I have a few anecdotes about his career I'd love to tell. But uh, take us back to the beginning, and and you know they got him out of Nebraska in, in 2006. Yeah, they got him out of Nebraska. I know that um, he was uh, fairly successful. You know, uh, at the beginning of his career, we all know about the seven for seven stat. Uh, he, you know, not just a punter. Uh, he's a, he's a passer as well. Um, might be considered the greatest holder of all time, you know, with his work with, uh, with, with Tucker and, um, something really interesting is that there's a, there's a point in his career where he really takes a, uh, a step to the next level mm-hmm. and you wouldn't expect it. I guess you might, you might with the longevity of a punter, but it's about 10 years in and, uh, there's a great, there's a great, uh, clip from NFL films about him developing what they call his 12 clubs in the, uh, in the old bag there. So, um, but real brief, uh, it's, it, instead of just kicking it the way punters have always kicked it, uh, he, he developed ways to fade it left or right to really play with the returner, to get it right on the sideline there to knuckle the ball to line drives, you know, extra hang time. And it's just, um, if you watch the video, it's sort of incredible what he's able to do, uh, uh with, with his foot there. Did, did it involve rotation of the football as well? Was there something about being able to kick a, a speedy end over end kick as opposed to one that was, that was, uh, uh, had a certain bounce more likely to come back towards the Ravens as opposed to towards the goal line. Uh, that I don't recall, but the, the about the rotation, yes, because he he would mention in this video that uh, normal normal uh, punt would look like a Joe Flacco spiral, right? It's always coming at the returner the same way, easy to catch, right? So he he put spin on it, knuckle on it things like that in order to, you know, and, and they say that the main target, the main reason for him wanting to do this was to uh, mess with Antonio Brown, which is <laughs> an extra, an extra Good. fun little nugget um, for, for, you know, for the rivalry, but obviously you want to keep it out of that guy's hands, however you can. And um, you know, and it's, and if you go back and there's not a ton of clips of him doing this, but if you can find clips, it really is incredible what he's able to do with the ball and how, befuddled you know the returner looks <laughs> he's never seen anything but a spiral come at him and he sees a knuckleball heading right in his direction it's great yeah you you know there's a merit to that because when teams face a left-footed punter mm-hmm. they'll often bring somebody in to practice with their punt returner so they'll bring in a left-footed punter that they know from the street or lives somewhere nearby mm, some uh, college kid yeah to, to to kick the ball but apparently it's very different in terms of catching the spin from a left-footed and uh, and right-footed punter so uh, I, it, it wouldn't be surprising that whatever cook else can mess with the spin is going to be something they would try right. and duplicate and probably can't 
because I, I doubt there's a lot of punters out there who can who can do all of the tricks with the football that, that Sam Cook can do. I, I doubt it. And um, like you said, you know, I, I, I think he can he's learned a way to not not do the exact spin of a left handed um the rotation, I should say, but, mm-hmm. but mimic the the track of the ball. Right. So it, I would assume it would hook left, almost dog leg left instead of dog leg, right for a uh, right footed punter. And um, so he's getting, you know, that's just another club that he's got to continue the golf metaphor, another club that he's got in his bag. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we can come back to this again later. I, I, I did want to say that it really makes sense, doesn't it, that a guy who understands the the mechanics of football kicking to such a degree would put a punting would be also a great holder that he mm-hmm. that he would be able to get the lean of the ball right just right to get the proper angle for Tucker's foot uh, uh, play after play. I'm sure they talk about these things and you know where he wants to plant and all these kind of things, but it's basically one of the things you see the holder do is he's he's holding that spot exactly where he's going to put that football for Tucker. And then, you know, I'm sure they talk about it all the time off the field, probably. And and because uh, they got a lot of free time in practice. Right. By the way, those guys, they just stand around. They don't have a whole lot to do during a typical practice, about 20 minutes of activity during a three hour, <laughs> three hour practice. Yeah. So so it, it would not surprise me. It, it, it does not surprise me. It's someone who's so gifted with the mechanics of punting a football would be good at holding it, too. Yeah. I wonder if it's almost like a sixth sense, like you can kind of just sense the, the moment what Tucker needs. Right. Right. It's an unspoken connection like, oh, I better tilt it a little bit this way or a little bit mm-hmm. that way. And then, of course, Tucker, greatest of all time. I mean, <laughs> you're going to need a great holder to to live up to you know what, what he's able to do. So, yeah, it, it's a great pairing that they got. Yeah, it really maximizes him. It's it's interesting one because they've been talking about replacing Cook for a punter for the past three years probably, and I don't know when his contract is up. I don't know if it's after this season or next season or what it might be. But whenever they decide that he can't fulfill the punting role anymore, I don't think we're there yet. But whenever they mm-hmm. decide that, um, they're going to have to really figure it out in terms of the holding situation. And maybe you know Randy Brown will be able to to. to train the new guy to be just as good as cook was, but I don't think it's a given. Uh, I think they were very fortunate already that it seems like they've got a long snapper who really gets it in terms of, of uh, firing the ball on target. No. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more uh, about both points. You know, a, he's not past his prime yet. We're not, I'm, <laughs> you can, you can tell that I'm, I'm here talking about, about this topic. So I'm not, I, I love the guy. I'm not ready to, to watch him go. And if you've watched him these past couple of games, especially that Miami game, he's still got it. You know, he's still kicking it 80 yards. He could have had, I, if, if I'm remembering correctly, he could have had five within the 20 um, in that Miami game. I think he had four, one, one bounced over uh, Tylen Wallace's head, you know, so if he had just been a yard closer and had, had been able to jump up and, and grab it, uh, that's, that's five out of eight punts within the, uh, within the 20 there. Yeah. So he's, he's still got it. And if they ever do replace him, you know, it's, it's not just, it's not just uh, replacing the punting, as you said, it's, re- it's the connection that he has with, uh, with Tucker and um, his ability ability to hold the ball when you know when when Tucker's going to make 50 60 yard field goals you need to trust the guy that's that's playing the ball for you so uh, I completely agree with you there all right um 
I know you want to talk a little about 2015, but I want to hit you up with one thing before that. Mm-hmm. Is, is some, some Tucks, Cooks had some great moments in his career. The seven for seven, we could talk about the individual plays. I'm not going to, but bring up any you want, please. One play that I really remember from Sam Cook came as a holder in the 2011 opener against the Steelers and up 27 to nothing. Yeah, 27 nothing. So they'd scored 20, they scored three touchdowns. This was the fourth touchdown. They were ready to hold for the extra point, and they noticed they lined up three on one side, eight on the other. And the, I think Harbaugh might have called it from the sideline, or maybe maybe he told them if they line up that way a second time, because they might have before, um, that Cook should just go ahead and run the football right into the end zone. And and what he was trying to do, if I recall the the conversation afterwards was make sure that other teams didn't line up unbalanced to that degree on the Ravens and drive an overload advantage that might cause some kicks to get blocked during the, during the season. If, if the Ravens didn't have a counter for it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they went ahead and, and the, you know, there had been a couple other times I think where he's run for a first down in his career. On I, fourth I down. believe so. Yeah. It's like yeah. fourth and, you know, he's not, he, he's, he's not a gazelle, so he can't, yeah. he can't do a fourth and long, but yeah, fourth and four, something like that. I think he, I think he has converted some runs. Yeah, so so anyway, the, the the that one he took a lot of they took a lot of abuse. The Ravens did for calling for that fake on a two point conversion. This was before they moved the two, the, mm-hmm. the the kick backward. Obviously, this is from the two yard line. Uh, so he ran it in. The Ravens went up twenty nine nothing instead of twenty eight nothing instead of twenty eight nothing. And the Steelers, or or at least their fans, were upset about it and <laughs> and and uh, you know trying to muck things about it in the media and whatnot. And you know the. It, Explanation fairly simple, but uh, uh, Cook, a, a, a great technician in many different ways, and that was just one. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, it, it speaks both to John Harbaugh's, you know, uh, uh, prowess as a special teams coordinator. You know, that's why you want to have one, as, or it's one reason to have one as your uh, head coach to identify things like that and keep the keep the other special teams uh, honest throughout the season. And uh, as far as the fans concern, are concerned, I've always been a, a, a proponent of, you know, if they're on the field, try to score. I, I went to the Bengals game last year. It's not like the Bengals <laughs> stopped, stopped trying to run up the score on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're professional athletes. That's, that's what they do. They're going to you put them out there. They're going to they're going to try to score as many points as possible. If you, if you don't like it, stop, stop them from doing it. You know, don't overload one side and then you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> right. Right. Very good. So, uh, uh, 2015, kind of an interesting year, obviously terrible year for the Ravens in terms mm-hmm. of massive number of injuries. Sam Cook had one of his best years. Sam Cook, uh, and, and it's in my opinion, his best year, it's, it lines up, uh, fairly, fairly, um, well with what I was talking about before that, that mid career Renaissance when he, uh, when he jumped a level and he started experimenting with all of these things, um, he um he he played out of his mind that year and it, it, this is in a year that was extremely forgettable sam cook is is basically the only thing i remember i i, I went back and looked at the stats i had forgotten kamar aiken was on that team mm-hmm. <laughs> i forgot who the running back was i forgot we played four different quarterbacks that year uh but i do remember sam cook and just how dominant you know it's it you would never think you'd call a punter dominant but he he could dominate games and it's uh, that that uh, video i was mentioning earlier uh from nfl films uh, i believe one of the clips towards the very very end is is during that 200 uh, 2015 season and you can you can watch the broncos returner uh track the try to try and fail to track the ball figure out where it is he grabs it 
from the sideline. It's about to go out of bounds. He grabs it from the sideline. He falls back three yards and then, and then runs out of bounds. And you can just the whole his Sam Cook's whole season can just be summed up with how deflated this guy is after he realized what, you know, what mistake that he just made. Uh, so I, it's, it's this, it's this strange uh, grudge. I don't expect anybody, even Sam cook to, to agree with me that, that he was not most valuable Raven in 2015. Um, you know, it's, it's more tongue in cheek than anything else, of course, but uh, he was just so good that year. And I, I just, I, I felt it was a shame that he wasn't rewarded uh, for, for his dominant play. Yeah, Yanda's, uh, sorry, uh, Cook's only Pro Bowl in 2015, which is, to me, incredible enough. Mm-hmm. I I was looking just right around that time, 2014, 2016, and 2017. It was the same guy. It was the Rams punter. The name's escaping me. And I think that guy that now has a – I always see his clips on YouTube. He was the, the Colts old punter, um, made one there. But I, I just – I be McAfee, yes, thank you. Uh, you can tell my memory's not <laughs> not the best, but uh, the fact that um, the the fact that Cook only got one Pro Bowl nomination is, you know, I don't watch punters for other teams, but I can't imagine they were they were better than he was during that stretch. Yeah, it was, a, it was certainly a great stretch. Where he, was, he was over forty six yards a punt for a number of consecutive years. Uh, looks like one, two, three, four, five straight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he did that so. Uh, and it was his net punting that that he mentioned that's like the thing that he was really working on. And that in that 2015 and 2014 was his highest. I think it was 43 something. And then 2015 is a net yardage of 42.9. So almost 43 yards. I mean, that's that's just outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Uh, and anything more about 2015 you want to hit on while we're while we're here? I mean, Marshall uh, Yonda got the award. Yeah, just I'm not a Yonda hater. I, I, I I, again, I, I held this strange grudge for so long. I didn't actually know who won it until recently. I had to dig through an old uh, Baltimore Sun article to find out who was the person that actually got it. And it was it, it sort of hurt my my argument because, uh, you know, Marshall Yonda is one of the one of the greatest linemen we've ever had. And, it, and he, he deserves recognition as well. But it's just uh, one of those things like Sam Cook's year stands out to me. So, uh, you know. So well, and then uh, Yonda, of course, uh, in the trenches, not going to be as uh, not you know the casual fans are not going to notice what he's doing as much as what Sam Cook, who who gets to be on the field by himself, is. So it really could have been either, I, I guess. Uh, but just the fact that seven years past this season, I'm I'm still thinking about punts that Sam Cook had. Uh, that's sort of what what was the deciding factor for me. Hey, that's fair enough. I mean, it was Yonda's second consecutive all pro season at guard. So mm-hmm. it was, I was thinking that was the year he switched to left guard, but that was actually 2016 when he had the injury to his inside shoulder and he had to move to, to left guard instead to finish out the season. Just one of the most incredibly brave things mm-hmm. I've ever heard of a player I, doing, but I mean, he's a, he's an animal. He, he's great. And, you know, I'll never say a bad word about, about Yonda and, and exact in this uh, 2015 season, he was PFF rated him in the number one guard in football. So two, two really great candidates as far as, uh, as, as far as this award's concerned. All right. All right. And so uh, Sam Cook is still around today and obviously is still, uh, uh, still playing. I, I really appreciated the, some of the video we saw from the plane. I think Marlon Humphrey 
might have been going around interviewing <laughs> the players and their feelings about the kick. But it was one of the players. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, they went up and almost looked like Cook and Tucker were sitting in like first class of a plane <laughs> together. And, and but, but I don't think that was the case. I think the whole plane is probably laid out right. that way. Yeah. Uh, and and they, uh, they, they went up to them and, and they said, well, you know, how did it work out? And neither of them wanted to take credit for the thing. And they both were crediting the long snapper and saying, well, let's, let's, Make sure that Nick Moore's name comes in here because he just he just had the first great long snap of his career kind yeah. of thing. But you know, uh, it, it, it was it was very funny to hear them talk about their about their individual jobs and and what mm-hmm. it was. And uh, I I uh, I like Cook's reaction to stuff. And uh, uh, he's a he's a character, obviously. In addition to uh, yeah, you have a lot of time to work on your character. Again, when you're on the sideline, you, yeah, yeah. you can do bits and you got to yeah. come up with improv skits and, and all and all the sorts. Yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me how humble those guys are. I mean, they just seem like good dudes through and through. So, you know, just glad to have them on the team for as long as we've had them. All right. All right. Colt, outstanding having you on. It's a great topic. Just a kind of narrow focus. But we go to some get to go and some depth on, a, on I think. A player that not everybody knows about, you know, that not everybody really knows the history of, of Sam Cook and whatnot. And that's what we're trying to do with this series. This is really perfect. Uh, one more time, Substack, where can, where can folks talk to you? Yeah, so it's it's my name, uh, Colt Scardina, and I'll spell that for you. C-O-L-T-S-G-A-R-D-I-N-A dot Substack dot com. It's a, it's, it's a good platform because uh, I'm a... I write at a tortoise pace, so uh, it, it'll just shoot you an email whenever I get something out. It's at right now. It's been about uh, once a month. So um, going forward, I'm trying to do it a little bit quicker. But yeah, if anybody out there, if you're so kind and uh, and want to subscribe to my Substack, I'd uh, I'd greatly appreciate it. And, and Ken, I greatly appreciate you uh, you having me on. This has been a ball. It's uh, okay. uh, it's great. Yeah, thank you. My, my pleasure. Every, everybody who's coming on the 25 years has been a lot of fun to talk to. And you meet a lot of new people for this, but it's just, it's great to talk football about people who obviously love talking football. And that's, <laughs> that's been, been a lot of the fun of this. Uh, other folks out there, if you're listening to this and you have a 25 years episode you'd like to do, send me a DM on, on Twitter. DMs are open. And just whatever your idea is, narr- just describe briefly and Narrow like this is really good. So we can go in some depth in about 20 minutes. And, and uh, this was kind of perfect topic. So if you're listening to this episode, you know what an ideal example <laughs> is. Uh, Colt, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Ken. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.